previously on Diceology. So we last left Juniper um, kissing Aira, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so that's where we that is where we left off. Uh, Aira got her android body based off of Matthias's body. So as I was saying, as you guys are leaving, you go through the main console room, which is where you control everything. And I think Solomon stops for a second. He he goes through it and says, "Oh, this is." So this is just the text. This is the this is Era's like body's core memories, core data essentially. But he's like scrolling in and he's like, "But look at this." He says, "You see these redacted bits?" No, they're not supposed to be because if they're redacted in the body, the body wouldn't run. It's not the first thing I've seen redacted in here. Hmm. That's weird. Yep. And then he, like, turns off the computer and, like, walks out the room. (laughs) I think at that, uh, Aira kind of sits up and pulls Juniper close. She touches the length of, of Juniper's body. May she? You may, and maybe let's draw a curtain on what follows. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. That sounds like the place to cut. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. All right. <laughs> next so where week. does the curtain? Yeah. So where, where does the curtain? Where do we like open up next? Um. Because I, I I guess we start to the to the next week. I like I assume we get like cute morning shots, like in the morning of. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that sort of thing. But what's the next like beat in the next week? Because this is the last week of the third month, right? So we're halfway through. <laughs> um, yeah. Can we maybe shift the camera onto Solomon for a minute? Because I kind of want to know what he's been up to while while these two have been gallivanting <laughs> around in an orchard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that does sound like an innuendo, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> a little bit. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. He has been most... Honestly, Solomon's still basically... Go- because he's banned from the radio station right now, uh, because he's ostensibly supposed to be helping, <laughs> uh, he's actually been heading out to the ruin most days. Because he has okay. all those heater dro- drones that he needs to maintain all the time. Yeah. But today, I think, I think he wants to bring Juniper with him. Like, I think it's like a pain in the ass to get you to, like, come away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at first, like, she doesn't come with you. Uh, because she's like, I, um, like, she kind of, like, is, like, nervous about this for a second. But then it's like, uh, one of the sisters offers therapy. <laughs> So I was gonna. I actually have an appointment today. <laughs> Era, that's wonderful. Yeah. I How just, are you feeling about it? Very nervous and very unsure of how I'm going to explain myself. Um, are you I'm gonna be honest? Gonna go with not entirely. I think I'm just gonna go broadly with solitary confinement. Um. Mm. So. Yeah, I just, yeah. And I think she kind of like 
takes in a deep breath and like walks off like very very uh very very sternly and then has to turn around because she went the wrong way and has to walk past (laughs) you guys again i think like as she's like walking past us i like i'm like hang on hang on (laughs) and just like like pull her in and like kiss her and i'm like i'm really proud of you i let me know if you need anything okay promise and then she just like i can do this I'm pretty sure I used to be a mechanized soldier at least 50%. I should be able to handle therapy. Um, You'd think, wouldn't you? I used to be a big robot. I should do this. Different Um, kinds of strengths. Yes. Uh, So then Solomon turns to you and he's like, you don't have an excuse. You're not busy. You're right. You're right. Let's do it. Okay, thank you. I think she like kind of ruffles his hair. <laughs> He's like, fuck. <laughs> why, 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 why with this? Because um, you're adorable, Solomon. Come on. <laughs> come on, don't. Come on. And he like, <laughs> he takes you to the ruin. Uh, I think this is going to technically be a conversation over food. Okay. But what he really wants to talk about is the redactions. Okay, cool. So ask your chosen partner how you came to be eating together. I think he's brought like, hmm, what has he brought? What has he brought? Oh, he's brought instant cup ramen, basically. (laughs) Nice. But it's the future, so it's better. (laughs) Sounds lovely. Yeah. Like, what if you could get restaurant ramen actually in that cup? Like, what if you could do that? It's the dream. This is, like, Uh, actually your fantasy that we're playing out right now. This is is my actual fantasy. This is just Dane's greatest desire in life. Please, God. Just, could someone work on that? I know there's, like, a million other problems in the world, but if if late-stage capitalism could at least make that one happy for me, I might stop being a socialist. Um, (laughs) Right? Like, come on. I know, right? Put the Um, money to good use. (laughs) Anyways, take turns. The person with the lowest social standing uh, takes the first turn. If this isn't clear, have another player choose who takes the first turn at a whim. Uh, On your turn, you can ask a topical question, engage in actual improvised conversation, pass saying instead something about the food, or you can leave the conversation. In this case, last time we did a conversation over food, Juniper had the lowest social social standing. Mm -hmm. But times have changed. You're a member of the community now, and you're older than him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you have fair. like a relationship and you know what you're doing and as best I can yeah at least it seems like it right <laughs> you know and and you're you're in a relationship with the person he definitely sees as a mom sister surrogate so it's yeah yep it's gotten muddled um makes sense so he goes first yeah so he's like, look, can you like help me with this a little bit more? Can I, look, I, I know you're in a committed relationship, but could you also commit to that, please? <laughs> I, of course. There's so much here and you and Aira are the first people who care and also don't show up and ransack the place. Of course. Uh, what have you been able to find so far? Well, 
I found all the copies that have redactions in them. And he like pulls up dozens, hundreds of files on the main console. It's usually related to planets. Like the, what it's do you about mean? Planet, it, like the documents are like about planets, it seems. Like I'm not really good at the translations yet, but I'm always, I, like there and there. And, and he's pointing at, the, at the, the, the screen. He's like, planets, this, like, and he's like just pointing at like certain words. He's like, they're always mentioning planets and charts. And then everything starts hmm. getting redacted. And, and this one, and, and look, and he like points at, at um, a particular document. And he's like, so this is Aira's body's programming, <laughs> right? And it's mm-hmm. right there. It's unopened. It hasn't been messed with. And it lets her run just right, you know? She hasn't had any problems, right? No glitches? Not yet. Okay, so the programming's working right. But the moment I make a copy and I open it, it immediately gets redacted. So we can't, like, we can't recreate the, like, a body like Aira has? Is that what you mean? Or do you just no, mean, like, we the... Could, we could use the programming, but we can't look at it on these. Oh, like, we can't look at how it works exactly? Or... No, because, like, because <laughs> then he opens it further and he's like, look, this is the actual core of that programming and it it's not hidden but this other shit is and that's weird that's kind of suspicious yeah and i don't know what's doing it there's no signal coming in there's it's not hooked up to a network can i'm forgetting can i make rolls while we're in firebrands we are messing with these systems so much already <laughs> Yes, of okay. course you can. <laughs> okay, <laughs> neat. Um, cause yeah, cause I kind of want to make like an intelligence roll to see how much I can figure out. Okay, um, go for it. And Solomon's Please. probably not going to help me because that no. sync scores really no, low. And you, I bet like you helping him is very important right now. <laughs> he wants to be yeah. helped. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's like he's looked at it for so long. It's like. <laughs> Like, he's it's not like, helping me anymore. <laughs> it's all blending together. I can't. Yeah. Second pair of eyes here. Okay. Um, so 2d6 plus 2. 11. Okay. Here's what you figure out. Okay. You figure out that there is something. And I think that you guys spend a couple, like, a couple hours jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, this, like, taking this file. is like, okay. We'll completely disconnect it. We'll put it in a different power. So, like, you're trying everything. You're moving it through every console you can find in this ruin. Mm-hmm. Every single one will... And you take that fresh copy that hasn't been opened so it can't be redacted. And you open it and it immediately gets redacted. Hmm. Meaning there is something universal happening in these systems that is immediately redacting it. But I think just through some running some tests... You understand that if you put in the redacted copy into, like, a body, the body will not run. Hmm. Meaning that Aira, somewhere in her body, her body does not redact this stuff. Hmm. Okay. So, does that mean she, like, potentially has this information that someone's trying to cover up? Yes. It means she absolutely has the information that somebody's trying to cover up. Okay. 
if you know that probably if she could access it, she would have told you because you mentioned the redaction when she was in the room earlier. Right. Meaning that basically it's not living in a place she can easily access. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she Um, is carrying the information. Gotcha. She just like doesn't know where it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, I think I just relay that to Solomon or actually here. I think I could probably make a firebrands question here or move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope to convince you that we shouldn't, um, we shouldn't like push era too hard immediately because she's like working through some shit right now. (laughs) Um, and so I think like, I think basically like what Jennifer's hoping to convince him is like, she'll kind of gauge like when is a good time to like work on this project and kind of like let her take the lead on somehow finding this information within era. Can I do that? (laughs) Sure. Uh, I know it's your project. I I know. I I know. Did you tell him that you're a blooded? Tell who? Solomon. Oh, uh, (laughs) It came up. I'm trying to remember exactly how. So, like, she was like, I just need to, like, meditate for a second. And then she, like, went and yeah, talked yeah, to Aaron. Yeah. But I don't remember if she used the word, like, yo, I'm a blooded. Like, I feel like she was just like, because he knows what she's able to do, right? Not, I don't think so. Not to the whole extent. She was just like, hey, I'm no. talking to someone inside my mind. Here they are. <laughs> kind of. I think, I think he's like, I gotta know, how did you, how did you know Aero was in there? And why do you know so much about the Seekers? I need you to, no secrets. Gotta come clean. Okay. But this is only because I trust you. Actually, more than anyone I've met, maybe excluding Aero. Um... Do you know of... No, we had this conversation before about people who were blooded. Yeah, and that's how the Seekers came up. Seekers don't like the blooded, right? Right, and that's, that's who I am. I trained most of my life to be blooded. Um, I'm what they call a dream blood. So I found Aira because I could enter her mind even when she didn't have a physical form Solomon's face goes a little white does that mean the seekers are gonna come get you they're they're not gonna touch me okay you can't tell anyone I know I haven't and (laughs) I won't they hurt people yeah the the seekers they've they've tried to hurt me already What happened? How are you still alive? Well, really, they're trying to hurt my friend first, and I no no secrets. You have to tell me what happened. No, don't hide. 
Juniper, I'm not a kid. I know, but it's not really about that. It's it's about a moment I'm not necessarily proud of. And I don't really love sharing it. Fine. This food is good, I guess. What? The ramen's good. Or whatever. It's all I said. Wait, what's good? The Can't ramen. Hear. He's commenting on the oh, food. Oh, the ramen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely the best uh, ramen I've ever had. Um. <laughs> that has got to be such a lie, you goddamn princess. That cannot be true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a lie. <laughs> um, but I am hoping to find common ground with him about this ramen. <laughs> uh, if both people comment on the food, the game's over. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game is over then. Yep. Uh, that was not a productive conversation with him, unfortunately. <laughs> not really. I still think he appreciates the time, so his, uh, his sync score goes up to zero for you. Okay, cool. That's good. Um, so I think for the next, for the first week of the fourth month. Yeah. The next week it, I think, I mean, I think the next task we're doing here is trying to find the information that's somewhere in Aira's body. So that Mm -hmm. might, is that a single week task or is that going to be multi-week? I think that's actually a single week task. Okay, cool. Because I think Aira goes through it, like the moment you ask her about it over this next week, she's she's quite curious, honestly. Um, yeah. And she does everything she can to access the body's um, functions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Those deep functions, the deep core thing. And she can't do it on her hmm. own. And there's no mechanical way to do it without damaging her permanently. So you guys come to this place where she's like, fuck it. Try and get there with your magic. You know? <sighs> okay, are you sure? I know dreams and me being in your dreams, you know, maybe not the the best time in our hey. lives. Hey, the best parts of those dreams were when you were there. I'm not super interested in going back by myself, but... Okay. And just so you know... I saved everything you made me. I, I in the dreams? Go visit. Yeah, it's it's all data. And I have so much <laughs> more control now. I saved it. That's sweet. It's, this body doesn't really sleep. <laughs> so I go there. Right. <laughs> when you're asleep. Hmm. Well, if you ever get bored of... <laughs> Tristful or... <laughs> Wherever it may be, I, I kind of like adding new dreamscapes. It's, it's kind of an artistic form, you know? It's, <laughs> so I, I can do that for you. Oh, I'll test the limits of what you can do. <laughs> All right, so I think... Um, yeah, so which move is this? Uh, so this is my dream blood move, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I channel the magical power, I turn into my blood, choose whether I act with malice or with compassion and roll plus the appropriate stat. So in this case, I'm acting 
I think you could say compassion. Oh, absolutely. I'm just trying to get information, so it's not, I mean, yeah. but I mean, I'm like doing it gently. and You're um, not forcing your way in. You're not doing, you're not trying to hurt her. Yeah. She yeah. is going She has consented you, to this process. You. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and, 2d6 plus 2? Yes. So. Nine. All right, so, so you get two hold. Right, so I can do two things with my dream blood magic. Um, I mean, I think, is entering the dream of an unconscious person one of those holds? Just inherently? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then is the second one read the mind of another? Because I'm trying to read the information that's stored here. I think so. I think so. I don't know what else it would be. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So the pair of you wake up. Hey, has Juniper, did Juniper's father ever take her to a jump gate? Mm, I don't know. Cause that, didn't we establish that she'd never like really been off world before she was banished? Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't sound like it. Probably not. <laughs> Fair enough. So the place you, the pair of you wake up in is maze-like, but... Like, what if a maze was made out of a fossil? Like mm-hmm. a helix fossil? And Aira's immediate instinct is to put you behind her. Hmm. Um, What's wrong? Uh, feels bad. Like, uh... Or not bad. Uh, powerful. Like, I wish, I wish I was a mech right now. Hmm. Do you feel... Like, we can engage with this place safely? Yeah, it'll... It's not that it actually is. It's it's like the photocopy of a memory. I see. Well, just say the word if we need to stop. Okay. Yes, what's going to happen here? Um, you go further in and eventually you just find a console. Okay. You know the name of the file you need to look up. You know where the redactions are going to be or should be and where they won't be. Um, Okay. So I'm going to go into that and just look at the information I need. Yeah. I am going to tell you broadly what has been redacted. And then I will go into details. Major historical details and geographical, meaning maps, locations, have been redacted. That's mainly what's been taken out. And here's the basics. There's an 11th jump gate leading to a planet that is only just outside the Runa system. Oh boy. On this planet, there are humans. Hmm. On this planet, there's an artificial intelligence. The first one. Her name is XM. She is the prototype, the the forerunner for the Oryx technology, 
for the Matthias technology, and she was extremely powerful, but she was sentient. She watched the war that the old empire was engaged in. It was a civil war. It was just tearing itself apart. But she could kind of see the writing on the wall that the conflict was just going to burn itself the hell out. And it was going to take technology, discoveries, people, whole planets with it. But she had a fondness for people, you know? And she kind of believed that maybe someday humans would kind of turn it around. So what she did is she gathered up records, manuals, anything she could. Especially regarding the creation of artificial intelligences, biomechanical beings, max jump gates, basically all the stuff nobody can make anymore. She kind of took it all and she stored it within herself, within her own data. And she gathered up a bunch of, for lack of a better term, followers, humans, uh, oryxes, like what Aero was supposed to be, these blended pilot mech um, computer system people that live inside mechs, these like sentient war machines that she felt a lot of kinship with, like all of these people. And she took them to a really remote planet and then she just threw this virus into every old empire techno piece of technology except for the the Matthias units because it would kill them and she didn't want to do that. And for her, she was thinking, well, I'll trust kind of how it would be worded as her own children. I'll trust them to know when it's time for people mm -hmm. to come find me. And this virus redacts all this information. The location of the 11th jump gate and this planet. Anything that mentions her. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, Shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Trying to think if I missed anything. Oh, uh, the Seekers of the Eleventh Saint. They're from people who she asked to come with her, and who were too scared. Mm. Like so their ancestors were those people. Yeah, so they stayed behind. Uh, okay. So, on some Dang. level, the the Seekers of the Eleventh Saint are kind of correct right there even is a really powerful being there all right okay um so i think era just very gently like copies this to her own personal hard drive yeah <laughs> like i'm imagining juniper's in a certain amount of shock with this and she's just like yeah i'm just gonna save that for later right yeah, I think there's like a million thoughts running through Juniper's head right now. Um, and I think, I think like they, at this point, they can wake up. Um, yeah. And when they wake up, like, 
Juniper's brow is furrowed and um, she's breathing really heavily. And she's just like, they're right. Yes, they're, they're right. And they're also wrong. They're also wrong. Juniper. Aira, if... if She's not a god. Do you know what they are going... What they would do for that information that you have, that you carry inside of yourself? Quite a bit, I'd imagine. And they're... They're not looking for you, but they're looking for me. And... I am not leaving you. But what if they succeed... This is going to sound really selfish, but then that means we're both dead and I don't care anymore. You don't care if we die? Oh, I care about that, but I do not care past that. We can do something about this. I promise. I, I'm i not trying to say I give up on this. I just... If they have access to this information... I mean, they could... The things they could do with all of that ancient technology. Right? We can't give it to them. No, of course not. So we're just going to spend the rest of our lives on the run? (laughs) No. No, we get there first. What if we lead them right to it? We get there and we blow up the jump gate. What about all the people on that planet? They haven't come through yet. And she knows how to build a new one if she's really there. Still. That's true. Also, what if we took the portable one? The portable one? Yeah. The portable jump gate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But we still can't... We still can't get off of this place for... Another few months. Right. So, we build a mech, right? Right. Can we, can we do that discreetly? We built me discreetly. <laughs> I guess that's true. Also, Solomon would help us. If we told him we are building a mech, he'd be over the moon. <laughs> Solomon's tiny head is going to explode. <laughs> When we tell him what we discovered. Are we going to tell him? Actually, no, we can't. That would... (laughs) They're going to hunt anyone with this information. And if they find out he knows something, we can't... We can't risk that. No. Okay. We play it cool. (laughs) We go about our day... And we go build a mech. But what are we going to tell him? (laughs) That it wasn't really anything interesting? (sighs) We'll just tell him we didn't find out. (sighs) Alright. Let's build a mech. Alright. Big week. Dang. (laughs) Big week. Oh, man. Oh, man. Second week of the fourth month, what would you like to do? (laughs) 
Maybe we should work on our mech. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you are choosing to uh, work on a multi-week project. So if you're working on a multi-week project, in addition to the results of whatever move you're using, you gain the following results. On a 10 plus, you complete half the project. Um, on a 7 to 9, complete a quarter of it. And on a 6 minus, the project experiences a setback and you lose a quarter of your process. So is this ancient mm-hmm. tech tinkerer is how we're doing this, I'd imagine? Yes, I think so. Because I think what's happened is the amount that you guys, the three of you, have been using it has begun to start deteriorating the facility. The, wait, what? Sorry. What do you mean? So the fact that you, Aira, and and um, Solomon have been going in and like using this thing all the goddamn time, it's just started to deteriorate. Um, oh, okay, like this old ruin, you mean? This facility, yeah, it's just okay. starting to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Wait, what are we telling Solomon? Like, if he's helping us build this mech, <laughs> I th- we're just I'm... like, oh, fun new project just for fun. <laughs> well, you've explained what Era is. Yeah. So I think Era kind of calls to, is like, look, it's part of making me feel like a whole person. Okay. Which doesn't even sound 100% untrue. Sure. And also, he barely needs a justification for why you're doing this. I don't know how much he cares. He's just psyched. Cool. Yes. Okay. Um, so, 2d6 plus 2? Yeah. 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 That is a 12. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So... You complete half the project in a week. Dang. Okay. Yeah, we're committed. <laughs> yeah. So what What does this look like? Obviously, technology building montage. I mean. Of course. Let's of be course. real. But what, par- <laughs> what, what, what is half a mech? Like, did you get the frame <laughs> finished? Uh, is it like doing the complete design? Like, what is... I imagine it's like... Like, the design, like, we're like, okay, here's what we want it to look like, and then maybe the basic, like, uh, kind of the skeleton skeleton. outline of it. Yeah, like, the kind of just, like, the wire, like, um, yeah, skeleton (laughs) of it. And we've kind of, like, okay, here's where we're going to put the, like, all of the specifics, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. we've kind of got the basic. We just need to, like, add the details, add the fancy stuff, like, actually make it work. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. And I think, so like, I feel like we can get it done so fast because Solomon is not working his job, right? Like, <laughs> No, no. So he, I think he's even been offered his job back and has not Yeah, taken. Yeah, and so he's got a lot more time and we've got all the time in the world, so. <laughs> yeah, I also bet it's really good that Aira can, because it used to be Aira would translate something for you guys and then mm-hmm. you would do the physical commands for her. Yeah. Now she is just doing it on her own. Mm-hmm. So sh- that's help. gotten a lot faster. Right. All right. All right, Natalie. Let's talk about your mech. Oh, man. Because this is custom. Right. So right. the only thing that's definitely going in there is the uh, portable jump gate. Sure. Hmm. Well. So is it humanoid? It's humanoid, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's humanoid. I think we're trying to definitely... 
build it big and strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I haven't even thought about this. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Let's just start with some of the like the quote unquote mech basics. Does it have wings? Can it fly? Do mechs need wings to fly? No. They just look rad. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, we're gonna have some wings. All right, cool can wings. Can they be like? Can they be like bat wings? Yes. Just because I think those look freaking awesome. <laughs> Bat-like. Bat-like, but they're like gold. Gold. Got it. <laughs> Very new empire of you. On brand. Good job. All right. What else? I think Aira's like, like kind of nods when you do the bat wings. And she's like, um, all right. So I'm going to point the fingers. And we're just going to lean into the devil lady look. Um, and that's like... <laughs> nice. How many arms do you want it to have? Good question. Two? Four? Do you want it to have two that split into four? That would be kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So it's like not obvious. It's like a little surprise weapon. Mm-hmm. Solomon figures out uh, what sort of power source it wants. He he has this like, he has this like little like, like he, like he like you guys are like working on these things and you're like nuclear powered right 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 <laughs> and then he's like <gasps> and like runs out of the room, <laughs> and he comes back with like a thing from the from in, deeper inside and he's like okay so we could scale this up and he's like this thing according to the records takes in the background radiation of the universe and turns it into power whoa <laughs> that's freaking awesome man and yeah he's just being such a nerd about it and so he goes like and spends like most of his week is just like scaling that thing up to fit yeah in power. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. weapons it Ooh. is a war machine lasers <laughs> only the old empire knows how to do lasers um so like does Aira know how to do lasers? What kind of lasers are we talking about? Is this like a laser gun? Is this like a laser axe? Like, what are we talking about? Um, laser fingers. <laughs> like claws? Like maybe like when the fourth arms extend. Maybe, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe there's like claws and they're essentially guns, but they look like claws. <laughs> Laser gun things. <laughs> Laser gun claws. Got it. Okay. You're like, sure. Yep. All right. We'll go with it. That's really cool. I, that is, um, not what I expected, but better than anything I had. <laughs> What do you have? Does Aira have anything else? Uh, Aira was like very excited about an axe. And then you said laser gun claws. And she just was like, we can forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think she does put a rail gun on it though. A what gun? A rail gun. Oh, okay. 
Cool. It's like a giant laser sniper rifle, sort mm-hmm. of. Right. So I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. I think after that, though, she's like, I'm kind of like, that's enough weapons for me. Like, this is kind of a second body. So maybe I don't want my second body to also be a gun. Like, yeah, <laughs> fair. And there's like kind of like a double cockpit situation going on because there's got to be a place for like her to jack in from her like neck port and a place mm-hmm. for you to get wrapped up in the weird tech scarves that make mechs work apparently like, like i didn't <laughs> i didn't come up with it i like it it's a nice touch yeah so that's good work uh <laughs> i've written all of that down what happens next week um third week of the fourth month try to decide if i just want to work more on the mech or um not to be a terrible influence, but you did a lot of progress in one week. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to look at other stuff. Um, Your choices, uh, working on a multi-week project, which would probably be the mech here, accomplishing a single week task, uh, spending time with another, which was play another Firebrands game, shift the camera um, to focus on a different NPC. Maybe we could just weeks. You have nine weeks. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, we could we could just like look at something that's like just like an event maybe that's happening. Like you mentioned that there were a lot of like events that went on like when we were describing this place. Yeah. There's um. um, That. Oh, sorry. I have to go away from the page in. Uh, that I keep secret in the my prep that is just labeled secrets. Um, subtle. You know, it's, it's you guys can't see it. it doesn't need to be subtle. Um, That's because I am many miles away from you. Uh, yeah, there's the community hall slash temple level. There's like a market every week, that sort of stuff. That's right. Um, something like that might be interesting. I think that would either fall under spending a time with another or shifting the camera. Yeah. Which would you like? What other NPCs do we know here? <laughs> I mean, you haven't shifted the, the camera to Juniper yet. Or not Juniper, Era yet. That's true. Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, Era, after this like long week, and I'm sure you keep working on it in, in this interim time. Mm-hmm. But one day... She she tells Solomon, okay, look, you have to go take your job back or people are going to start asking questions. And so he goes and starts doing that again. And then he take, she takes you to the hall and she has two, like, practice swords. Okay. And she tosses you one and she's like, look, last time we were desperate and... I know how to fight and you know how to shoot, but you need to know how to fight. It's not a bad idea. (laughs) So I would like to play the Firebrands game meeting sword to sword. Yep. Yep. I'm down. Yep. 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 Conducting the duel to open the duel. Ask a leading question. Uh, The better with the sword begins. If you don't know which that is, throw a coin. We know who that is. Uh, Take 
turns asking leading questions back and forth. At any time after the third question, either of you can choose to ask one of the closing questions instead. So, Aero just kind of starts swinging. Like, she's fast, she, she is superhuman, uh, <laughs> and does not give you an inch to breathe. And launches a sustained attack with her weight behind it. Do you give ground readily or grudgingly? <laughs> um, grudgingly. Because Fair. Juniper doesn't like to be bad at things. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> she, she's the, she's really freaking smart, at least by her uh, family's standards. Um, uh-huh. And she had all kinds of private tutors and a lot of stuff. And so that kind of like developed as part of her identity is like, <laughs> I am, you know, intelligent I'm good and resourceful. I'm good at shit, you know? Yeah. And so grudgingly. <laughs> um, grudgingly. All right, your go. Okay. Uh, because I'm still new at this, I overreach slightly and you have an opportunity to slip in a dirty little cut. Do you take it? She does. It's not a cut because these are training swords. So she just kind of wraps your ribs mm-hmm. and she says, and like, as she turns away and like turns around to back to face you, she looks at you and she says, in a real fight, no one will give you ground. No one will play honorably. You can't expect it. Okay. Cause I I'm know. sure you're, pissed. I know I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. The thing is like, yeah, she's pissed that she's not like kind of I feel like she did kind of go into it with a little bit of cockiness like she's kind mm-hmm. of used to being good at stuff and and she's definitely kind of pissed that she's not but at the same time I think she does respond well to like a strong hand like I I feel like I mean her mentors were always super like probably kind of no nonsense and like you're going to be mm-hmm. the best you know like <laughs> right right <laughs> And so she's like, so, she's like down with this approach. She's just like still pissed. <laughs> so you swing at her and I catch your wrist in my hand and draw you close. Do you let your sword drop or do you shove me away and fight on? Oh, uh, I shove you away and fight on. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she's like, she's like in it now. And she's like, she's like, nope, you're right. You're right. This is like, this wouldn't. Like, my enemy wouldn't back down. I'm not going to back down. Like, we're going to keep going, like, until I'm great at this, you know? <laughs> um, All right, so we're at, at four, so you can ask a closing question, too. Okay. Okay, this time I thrust my sword and you barely turn it. A fraction slower and you'd, been, and you'd be cut through, or in this case, like... Real good shot with the practice sword. Um, mm-hmm. Does it exhilarate you or chill you? It exhilarates her. This is fun. This is <laughs> yeah. really fun. Yes. She uh, gets in really close and we lock swords. Your mouth is near my ear. What do you say? You're a good teacher. I think she smiles at that and like just kisses you on the cheek before shoving you back down. <laughs> Um, I think Juniper just like scrambles to her feet, like thrown off guard. Uh, we, we circle swords, tips, touching. What do you say to me? I know how good you are with your hands. You can do better. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she's, 
I think she's just going to give her like a hard stare, not like an aggressive one, but just like she takes it as a challenge and she's going to like fight harder. Um, I get my sword's point high up under your chin. Do you submit or flee? Uh, she submits. She's not going to run away. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Air like lowers the sword and says, can I kiss you now? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to move on to the next week? Yes. (laughs) Swords are exciting on multiple levels. Aren't they? Uh, (laughs) First week of the fifth month. All right. Okay. Jesus Um, Christ. Hold on. We got to pause. That means you have been on this planet for four whole months. That's a third of a year. And for, like, how many of it? Like, a month and a half? You've had real era? Well, not real yeah. era. Physical yeah. android era? Mm-hmm. Yes. Before you pick whatever you're doing, really quick, how is Juniper feeling? <laughs> um, To be in this weird society of, like, 300 farmers and kraken hunters and nuns and orphans <laughs> it's like that like time where it's you've kind of got that false sense of security and you're like ignoring the underlying anxiety you know where you're like because i mean this is like really like this is super nice like she's like actually in a place that she feels like she can almost call home at this point like she like kind of feels like more of a part of this community she's got this solid relationship and like a new friend like Solomon and like probably some other friends too that we just don't really know um and like you know projects to work on and like she has to design her own fucking mech like it's awesome like she's like living her life but it's like underneath that it's like I have this terrible information that we're gonna have to confront <laughs> like right. you, know? <laughs> you know so calm before the storm I suppose you could say does at Juniper, least does Juniper what? wish that the winter could just last forever oh yeah yeah no it's very safe because like literally they can't like her enemies cannot reach her here <laughs> Like, right. <laughs> like there's a lot to be said for that sense and of I, safety. <laughs> and I can't leave, so... Right. Yeah, I, I have a great excuse to stay here and be happy. It's like, you know, that like those moments where you just want to, like, pause time and be like, let's just, like, let's slow the world down. Like, let's just, like, keep it here. Like, that's what she wants to do with this. Like, it's like, because right. it does, it feels like this little bubble and she wants to stay in it forever doesn't want to leave (laughs) right yeah fuck so what are you doing with your week (laughs) because i'm not gonna let it i i i am the gm i can i control this game but no i will not slow it down to be fair i really have slowed it down for you in a lot (laughs) yeah no you have six months in one place is you know um okay so i know so with, with this week, I want to work on a single week task. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And Juniper wants to, um, like, she's super infatuated with Aira at this point, And, like, she's been working on, like, making her a little gift. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um what's your gift you know it's nothing too big but she's she's been um this is gonna be my uh banished noble move um okay. and i'm gonna argue that this i'm gonna argue that this is science but she's like she's making her like this really beautiful necklace like mm-hmm. out of um a special kind of stone that she probably like went out and foraged <laughs> essentially and I'm going to argue that's my science move. Cause she, I mean, there's probably something to be said for like knowing how to refine the properties of the stone, how to like carve yeah. it, how to like, I'd, I'd also hear house blackbird. Cause that just sounds like some, like what noble people do in their leisure. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, I learned how to make jewelry once. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you haven't used this move yet, so I'm going to read it. Mm-mm. Just because you were banished doesn't mean that you've forgotten all that being a noble gave you. List four things that you've been trained in. Dance, history, house blackbird, and science. When you use your noble training to get what you want, say which trainings you're using, and roll plus the number of trainings you have. Resolve as a normal roll. So, plus two? Yeah. Nine. Okay, um, I think you're gonna need to take. You're gonna need to either. Let me see here. On a seven to nine, I will offer you a hard bargain or a cost. If you agree to that hard bargain or cost, you succeed at your goal as a, on a ten plus. Um, hmm. <laughs> let me see what you have here. Da, 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 da. I think it may just take in, this may just turn into a multi-week project. Okay, that works. So does that mean I completed a quarter of the project? I I I'll say I think this you agreed to the cost, so you succeeded as though it was a ten plus. Oh, so right. I okay. think it's half. What do you mean? So you're halfway done with the necklace. Okay. So I think what this means is like you've probably got everything but whatever stone you're using. Like it just needs to be cut. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you may need maybe you need the tech in the ancient ruin to cut the stone. Like maybe there's laser cutters in there mm. that you, you're using, but you have to go in when she's not there. So it just it literally is just <laughs> taking time because you're like, I can only right. go when she's in therapy. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for therapy. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Firebrands was developed by D. Vincent Baker. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.